Rosh Hashanah Daf Chavav, nine lines from the bottom of Daf Chavhei on Beis. Yesterday we began the third parak. We continue to discuss the dinim of Kiddush HaChodesh. So one of the cases that we had in the Gemara is Ru'u Bezdin, Yamdu Shnayim, Ve'idu B'fneim. If Bezdin themselves saw the new Levana, then two of them could stand up and say Edis in front of the rest of Bezdin. And the Mishnah stated, V'yayim Mekudosh Bekudosh. And then Bezdin would say Mekudosh. And the rest of the people would answer back Mekudosh Bekudosh. We mentioned yesterday, this Bezdin that we're referring to was a Bezdin of 23 Dayan. Him, and some say it was the Bezdin of Ayin Aleph. But Agamar Stockton says, why do you need Haggadah to say this at all? Since by listening to testimony of an aide, that is considered good enough for Bezdin to go and be Mekadosh HaKadosh, then certainly if Bezdin actually saw the new moon themselves, that should be enough for them to be Mekadosh HaKadosh without any testimony from any witnesses. And Rashi says, because there's no din of Edis specifically but the Kiddush HaKadosh, that it says that this you should see, and you should be Makadish. You see, it's totally in the Ria of either Bezin or of Adim, and therefore the Chayyar, there should be no requirement to have Adim over here at all. And Tyson's and Tiru Maskal, Leite Shmir Gedelim Ria, he brings down Rashi Pshat, and then he says, If Bezin would see someone murdering someone else, and there's a din of Din and Fashas, then they would not have to go and accept witnesses. He sees not only a din in Kiddush HaKadish, but any Adus is good enough because we say a Svara. So Amr Abzeri, Abzeri responds, We're talking about a case where Bezdin saw the new moon at night, and therefore their re'ir by itself was not an Azman that they would consider a Bezdin. And as Rashi says, If not that they hear the testimony from Edus, then how could they be Mekadosh HaKadosh? The re'ir itself was not at a time that they considered Bezdin, and therefore you can't go based on the din of Kazeri Eva Kadesh. You need an actual testimony of Edus, and therefore two of the Bezdin will get up and say testimony in front of Bezdin, and then they'll say Mekudosh, Mekudosh. And keep in mind that Lafi Rashi, there's actually two dinim in Kiddush HaKadosh. Either you could do Kiddush HaKadosh through Reis HaEdim based on a Gzeris HaKasov, a Gzeri HaEva Kadesh, or there's a din that you could be Mekabal Edus, then Bezdin could be Mekadosh HaKadosh, Al Piriyas Edim. However, Taisis, Dima Maskel, Kagan Shuru Belayla, he says, the Eni Chayim Mekadosh Al Piriyas Belayla, you can't be Mekadosh through the Reis at night in Cain, Hoysu Reis Belayla, Mokin Kabbalah's Edus, their Reis at night was considered like their Kabbalah's Edus, the in Kabbalah's this and the only way you could be Makabal Edis is only during the daytime. So Tysus Lishitasai of the Tysus before, where we see that Tysus didn't hold like Rashi, he didn't hold that there's a separate din of Kazeri Eva Kadesh that you don't need Agadis Edis and you don't need Kabbalah's Edis, but he held that actually seeing the Levana is considered a Kabbalah's Edis of Bezin. And therefore, when the Gemara says, the problem according to Tysus is that you always need Kabbalah's Edis, even Kiddush and of course by Dina Nefashis. But the Riyas Bezdin at night is not considered a Kabbalah's Edus, and therefore you have to have a Kabbalah's Edus during the daytime. And we continue with the Gemara Ruh Three people saw Behem Bezdin, and they are actually Bezdin. Yamdu Shnaim, and two of them should stand up. And then you should bring over two other Dayanim, and they should sit them with the one Dayan that's sitting there, and they should be Makabal Edus, and then they'll say Makudish Makudish. So the Gemara now asks the same question Am I, why do you need Kabbalah's Edus? And the Gemara says, If you want to give me a and therefore that was not considered a goddess edus, and you need actual goddess edus during the daytime. That's the same chiddush as the first case that we had. The Gemara says the chiddush of this din is based on the sefer. Since there are only three people of bezin, two of them get up and say testimony. So then there's only one dying left over. You might think if this dying is a dying mumcha, maybe it will be good enough for kiddush chiddush, and he can be makadish chiddush by himself. Kamash one, you need at least three dayanim to be makadish chiddush. 
and therefore you have to take two other day on him and make sure that they sit with him together and then they could be Makadish to Chaydish. And why would you think that one dying would be enough? The Sakadat Khamini, you might think Hoyal Vitanya, since we learned in the Bryce of Dinamamas Bishlaisha, that Dinamamas have to have three day on them, Hoy Mukhlarabim, but if he was a Mukhlarabim, Donafil Biochid, he could take testimony and he could be a dying by himself. Maybe over here you could even have one dying for Kiddush HaKodesh. Kamash 1, Kiddush HaKodesh needs three day on him. And the Gemara is maybe you actually could have a Yachid Mumcha. The Gemara says, Of course we know that Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest Mumcha. The still said, Unless you have iron with you, you can't be Makaj the Chodesh. As it says in the Passover, Though we see that we need at least two day on him, and Tais points out, that since we can't have an even bezin, therefore we have to add on one more dayan, and we need three day on him. And Tyson continues to point out that the habmin of the Gemara was that we would only need one dayan, that would only work out according to the Madam and Sanhedrin, that says, Medurisa, you could even use one dayan, and therefore we would have a habmin that maybe Kiddush HaKadosh needs only one dayan, just like Dina Mominus. But according to the Madam over there that holds that Medurisa, we really need three mumchan, even for Dina Mominus. The only reason why we allowed three hediotis and even one mumcha was only Shalitinal Dels, but they love that people should continue lending to each other. So over here, there would be no svar to say that Kedusha Chodesh can be done even with one dayan. And the Gemara continues, we just said in two different cases that if there are a bunch of dayanim that saw the actual moon, the din is that they could sit down and become dayanim. So we see that someone that really could have said, I got to say this, they could still be the dayan. So the Gemara says, so we see from our Mishnah, the aid Nasa Dayan. And Rashi says, someone could potentially be an aid and actually say testimony about something, they could still be the judge. And all these people were ready to be Adam because all of Bezdin saw the new moon. On that, Gemara says, So let's say our Mishnah is not going like the Shita Rabbi Kiva, and we know that we want Mishnahis generally to go like Shita Rabbi Kiva because the Stam Mishnah is Rameya, and Rameya was a Talmud of Rabbi Kiva. The Tanya, as we learned in the Brisa, if the Sanhedrin themselves saw someone that murdered another person, and we continue on that Chavavam now, then part of Bezin will say testimony, and part of Bezin that do not say testimony, they will be the judges. These are the words of Tafin. And Rashi points out over here, of course, we don't say, and you need an actual Haggadah to say this because it's a Zerus HaKasa, but the Gay of Dinah Fashions, they need Adis, as it says in the Passock. So we see from Tafin that even though someone was able to go and say testimony, he could still sit down and become the dying. Now Rashi just points out, of course, even if you're a Tafin, the actual two Adim that said the testimony, they can't go now and sit down and wear a second hat and be the Dayan as well. So our Mishnah definitely works out if you're a Tafin because there's three Adim that saw the new moon. Two of them become Adim. They are, of course, allowed to be Adim. They can't be Dayanim at all. And the third Aid actually could go and sit down and be part of the Bezdin and he'll bring two other Dayanim to be with him in order to be Makadish Yechadish. So you see that Aid is Nasa Dayan. But Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva argues and says, all these people that saw this murder are all Adim. They ain't Aid Nasa Dayan. And no person that's aid can become a dayan, and therefore we need a new group to be dayanim. So Lachar, we see clearly that our Mishnah can't be Rabbi Kiva because otherwise, how could this aid, the person that actually could testify, be one of the dayanim and sit and become part of the bezin in order to be Makadish Shachadish? On that, my answer is I feel Tim Rabbi Kiva. If you want our Mishnah, could be like Rabbi Kiva as well. I kind of like Rabbi Kiva. Hasa Rabbi Kiva only said over there El Bedinim Fashis. It's Bedinim Fashis specifically. Rachmana Amos, since the Torah says Bishatua Eda Vitzilu Eda, that you should judge this person and you should save him and since we know that this person actually saw the murder it would be impossible for him to find his 
to this person. Over here, that it's a son that's right to be an aid, he could still become the dying. And we continue with the new Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah and the continuation of this parak will be talking about the mitzvah of Shaifa. And the Rishayim all discussed that the first Mishnah of this parak really should have been in the end of the second parak because that talks about the dinam of Kiddush HaKadish. And therefore, we should have ended that sugya in the second parak and then started the third parak with this Mishnah. In any case, Zakta Mishnah, we know that there's a mitzvah to blow Shaifa on Rosh Hashanah. And the Mishnah states, Kal Shaifa is Kshayim Chutz Mishal Para, that any type of shayfar, any type of hollow horn of any animal, either a behemoth or a chayah, is kosher to use as a shayfar, except for a shayfar that comes from a cow because it's called a karen and not a shayfar as we'll see in the Gemara. And Rashi points out that even though Benigay in the midst of a shayfar in the Torah, it says it's Yom Trua and it says Zichrin Trua doesn't mention shayfar. However, Benigay Yom Kippur, Benigay Yoival on Yom Kippur, we know we blow shayfar as we learned earlier in the Masechta and shayfar Ksiv, it says the Lashem Shayfar, the Vata Shayfar and as we'll learn later, there's Xer Shava between Yoival and Rashana. And therefore, in Rashana also, we need something that's called a Shaifa and not only something that's called a Karen. So, Amr Rabbi Yezi states, Valoy Kal Shaifa's Niku Karen, every Shaifa is also called a Karen. Shinema bim Shaykh Bekarna Yoival, bin Gay Yeshua, when he was going around Yurichai, and the last time it says that when you go and blow and you extend the Karen of the Yoival, which means the horn of the Ayol, then the walls will come down. And Rabbi Yezi's point is, since we see bin Gay, the Karen, the Shaifa of the it's still called a Karen and we could use it. So therefore, a paro also, even though it's shaifa, is called a Karen, we should be able to use that as well. And the Gemara says, Shap ikam rabesi. Lechai rabesi has a good taina. On that, the Gemara says, Rabbanon, kala shaifa is iku shaifa of iku Karen. All shaifas are called shaifa, and it's also called a Karen, therefore that's not a problem. But the paro, the Karen ikri, by a paro, we only find that it's called a Karen, and shaifa le ikri, it's never called a shaifa. As we learned in the Pasuk, because shaifa hadulai v'kani re'im karnav. As we see in B'zai Sabracha, when Moshe was giving brachas to Klai, so he's talking about Yosef, he says, and he says about its horns, so we see it's called the Karen. Rabbi says to you, we also find that even the horn of a para is also called the Shaifa. As it says in the Pasuk, Visita teaches us in Sevatilim that my tefillahs were beautiful in front of a Baruch from a Sharpar, from even a carbon. And we dash it out since it says Lashen Sharpar. Now we know that a Shar is referring to any young par, and a par is referring to a grown animal that's already three years old. So the Gemara now is, Im shar lama par. If it's talking about a shar, then why do we talk about a par? Then par, if we're talking about a par, lama shar. El lamai mishar par. What does it mean? Mishar par, mishayfa, that my tefillahs are even better than the sound of the shayfa in front of HaKadosh Baruch And therefore we see the Lashem shayfa, but lamaisa, the Pasuk is talking about a par, and therefore Rabbi says that there's no difference between a par and other animals, because a par is also called a shayfa, and therefore it's associated with the Lashem of shayfa. And the Gemara says, Rabbanon Kram Masna, learned this Pasuk and they say the Dovin wasn't saying my tefillah is as great as a shayfa but he was saying my tefillah is as great as a carbon brought from a sharpar and why does he refer to a sharpar and Rashi points out because this is referring to the shar of Mysobracious and that animal even though it was a shar it was still a very young animal but as we know on the day that it was created it was already never became Masai it was created in its full height and therefore it looked like an animal that was already three years old and Rabbeinu Hananel over here says shar hanel mipar was a shar that was born from a par that was a strong par and therefore the young child also has strength and therefore it's from the choices of the oxen and wasn't born from an older shor that it's already weak and therefore the animal that's born from such an animal would be weaker and before we continue let's just point out three points first of all Rashi says 
says, Binigayr Rabbana, it said, Iku Karen, Iku Shaifa, so Iku Karen Kedamarn. So it's called a Karen, like we said, Bim Shaykh Bikaren Ayyavo, and it's also called a Shaifa because Binigayr Matan Tayyar, it says, Bim Shaykh Ayyavo, when you go and blast the Yavo, referring to the Ayyavo, Viksiv, and it says in that passage, Vahi Kal Shaifa, Haluch Vichazik Mu'ayin. So therefore we see that the horn of an Ayyavo is called a Shaifa. Now Tayyar points out, we should ask a question over here, then why didn't Rashi bring down a Pasuk, and at the end of the Pasuk, it actually says, and therefore, you see that a horn is called a Shaifa, why do we actually have to go to a Pasuk of Matan Torah? And Tysus says that this question is just like the Kalba Havin. I am Tysus, how he explains it, but an interesting Russian in Tysus. And number three, Tysus says, why did the Mishnah say that the only thing that you can't use is the horn of a para? Everyone knows the Pasuk, an animal called a Re'em, it says, and it says, and therefore you see that the horn of her aim is called a Karen, and you shouldn't be able to use the horn of her aim either. So Taisa says simply, that the horn of her aim is actually something which is not hollow, and it's not really shaifa, and of course, therefore, it's not brought down in our Mishnah. And our Gemara continues, Ula Amma Ula states, Time Time Drabban, the Pshad in Drabban, the Mishnah is Kirav Chista, like Rav Chista states, the Rav Chista, the Prima in Kain Gadol, Nichnas, the Big Dizav, the Snail of Him. Why is it that Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur doesn't go into the Kaddish Kudashim? With his golden begotten, he goes in only with big day love and special on Yom Kippur, to perform the Avoid of Yom Kippur, because a prosecutor cannot become the defender. And since the eagle was made of Zav, was made out of gold, therefore it's not proper to go into the Kaddish Kudashim and ask for Kapar from HaKadosh Baruch Hu using big day Zav. And therefore, Ul is stating that that's the reason for Rabban that he can't use a Shaifa of a Parah because the Parah reminds HaKadosh Baruch Hu of the eagle and Enkatega Nasa Senega. is that true? We know that the Kain Gadol goes into the Kaddish Gadashim with the blood of a par and sprays it towards the Pereichus as well as towards the Aaron. The Gemara answers, Halvishtani Ishtani. Once it becomes dire and it actually can't see the par, therefore it's not considered the same item and you could go in with that item. In fact, the Gemara, the Aaron and the Kaparis and the Kruvim were made out of gold. How could the Aaron and the Kaparis and the Kruvim be in the Kaddish Gadashim at all times? On that, the Gemara says, We're talking about the person that's going in in order to be macro something and to get to Kapara, he can't come into the base Kaddish Kedashim with something made of gold. However, the Aaron Kaparis and Kruv, which were always there and were stable and stationary, therefore they could stay there. In fact, Gemara Ve'ikka Kafu Machta, the Kohen Gadol came into base Kaddish Kedashim with the Kaf and the Machta, which he brought to the Kataris into the Kaddish Kedashim and he burnt them within the Kaddish Kedashim and those were made out of gold. So Gemara says, Chaitu Bayisnal Kamrinu, we're talking about the person that did the Chait and something that's coming to beautify him, so something like Begadim, that's a problem of Ein Kategana Sanega, but something that's just using for Davoidah, that's not the issue. In fact, the Ikka Big Dezav in Bukhutz, Lemaise the Kayin Gadol uses Big Dezav when he's outside and performing Davoidah, as well as other Kayan. The Gemara says, Mibu Flin Kamrinu, we're talking about only when you're coming into the Kayish Gadashim, that's when we have a problem of Ein Kategana Sanega. You don't bring it into Akash Baruch's face and therefore flaunt it that you did Averis. And the Gemara now asks on Ula that, Lachari, you're telling me the reason why you can't use the Shaif of Parah is because of Ein Kategana Sanega, but Shaif and Nami we just said that there's no problem with Inkatega Nasanega when you're outside of Kaddish Kedashim, and Shaif is also being blown outside of the Kaddish Kedashim. The Gemara answered, Kibbutz is current Kaasi Kibigde Kayan Gadol Shalufnim Dami. We look at it as if the Bigde Kayan Gadol that's Mamish Lufnai Vilufnim. And the Gemara now asks, For Tanim Pleshu Karen Kama, how could Ula say that the reason that you can't use the Shaif of a Par is because Inkatega Nasanega, but our Mishnah stated because it's a Karen? The Gemara says, Chadav Oikama. The Tanakam was actually giving two reasons. Chadav one, the Inkatega Nasanega, Void another reason. Rabbi Yisrael will respond to the Rabbana and say, "Dika Amrit in Kategenas 
Nega. The reason why you gave that you can't use the shayf of a par because in Kategan Asa Nega, that's only when it's inside the Kadesh Kadash by shayf and Mibuchutsu. But this shayf of a mice is outside. Or the Karma and Pleshu Karen, call shayf is Nami Ikur Karen, as we explained before. And just a quick point Rashi said that Lafir Chacham, the reason why it's not a problem of Chaita Bayisna is because Kibul is Karen Kaasi Kilfnum Dami. However, in Taisa's Chaita Bayisna coming in, he says, Vigabi Shayf and Misna and Nami because Kiyasai, he considers that Kal Shayf to be considered just like a person is wearing big days of. And the Gemara continues, Abaya Am Abaya gives another reason for the Chachamim. Haim Tam Adrabaran Shayf Echad Merachmanu Veloy Shnayim Mishloish Shayfers. The Torah tells you to take one Shayfer on Rosh Hashanah and not two or three Shayfers. Vahad the Parah, but the Parah Shayfer keeping the Kai Gilded Kildi since it grows in multiple layers. Mischazik Shnayim Mishloish Shayfers, and therefore it looks like two or three Shayfers. And therefore the Rabbanon said a puzzle. And Rashi says, Bechol Shnayim Mishloish every single year it grows another layer. Nikaris Teisvasa, and you can actually see the difference and the extra part that it grows. Vuhu Kamin Galad Meisav Al Galad Rishon. At the end of the part where the first year grew, the second part will start and the second year starts. So it looks almost like additional shells. And once again, the Gemara asks, "But Tanim Peshu Karen Kama Atana says because of a Karen." The Gemara says again, "Chad Ba'Oy Kama Chad Shayfa Echad Merachman Bloy Shnayim Shloy Shayfers Ba'Oy Peshu Karen." And that's the Tamar Chacham. For Beis Amalchav, Beis responds to Chacham and says, "Dika Amar Shayfa Echad Merachman Bloy Shnayim Shloy Shayfers." Kibun Mechabri Adari Chadu. The only soul of having two or three Shayfers, if it's actually two or three Shayfers, one inside another. However, over here, this is really one shaifa. It just looks like two or three shaifas, and that's not absurd. With a commonplace shukaren, call shaifas, not really kukaren, as we explained. And the Gemara continues and brings that the Pasuk Rabbi Yesi said, when you blow the karen, the horn of the yavel, and we explained that's referring to a male ram. So the Gemara asks, how do you know the lashon of yavel is a lashon of a male ram? The time we learned to the Bible, when I went to Arabia, they were called the dikra, meaning the male ram, the yavel of Amr Abba Kiva. When I went to a place called Galia, they would call a woman that's a Nida, a Gamuda. My Gamuda was Lashon Gamuda. It's a Lashon of Gamula Dabnibaila. This woman is removed and she's separated from her husband. When I went to Africa, they would call the coin, call the Ma, a Kasita. What's an Afkamina? To explain the word that says in the Torah, buying a field and buying a house from Shechem, and it uses the terminology for 100 Kasita, that means a 100 Danki, which is 100. And I went to the cities that were next to the ocean. They would call a purchase or a transaction. Again, to explain the passage that Yezus says about Yaakov They said, I bought the area of Makeva, the Ma'aris Machpelah, from Esav. They said, that I bought. They would call a Kala, a bride, a Ninfi, and to a rooster, they would call a Sechvi. What passage is this relevant to? And the Pasuk is in Tilim, it says, Yefei knife, Mesais Kalar, it's talking about Yushlaim, and it compares Yushlaim to a knife, to the beauty of a Kala, and the great joy of the earth. Ulutanagal Sechvi, that we call the rooster a Sechvi, and Rashi says, Sechvi is a Lushan of Ria, a Lushan of something that sees and discerns. And Hashem gave a rooster the ability to discern when it is exactly the daytime. And Rashi actually brings for the Pasuk in Barashi's Parakutas, by Yashkev Tavram looked, Umitagabin and Vistachi, and Tavram explains it, not only did he look, but he actually discerned and understood. So I'm Rabbi Yudim Ravi, but he's saying, Rabbi Shubalevi, Micra, where do you see this in the Pasuk and why is it relevant to us? As now we can understand the Pasuk that says, Mishas Chachma, who placed in the kidneys Chachma, or who gave the Sechvi Bina understanding and knowledge. And the Gemara explains, Mishas Chachma, that's referring to the kidneys, and Rashi says, Betuchais is a lush of something that's smooth, and the kidneys are very smooth, and that's the place where knowledge comes from. As we explained, Levi went to a certain place, 
person comes in front of him, Amalei, and this person told Levi, Kabban Planyan, we turned off Chafav Ben Bez, that this person was a Kabban. Rashi explains, Gazlani Planyan, this person stole from me. Now, Loyaviyadu, my Kamalei, Lemaisa Levi didn't understand what the Lashon Kabban was, so Asa Shal Be Midrasha, he went and he asked in the base Medrash, Amalei, and they told him, Gazlan Amalecha, he was telling you that this person stole from him. The Chsib, as it says in the Pasuk, Hayikva Adam Elikim, and the Pasuk Malachi actually continues and says, Ki Atam Kaivim Isai, Vamater, Vamaka Benucha, that Kaj Baruch was complaining that Klai Yisrael wasn't giving Maisa and Truma, and he said that you're stealing from Hashem. So Amalei Ravim of Banish Ravashi, Ravim from Banish said to Ravashi, If I was over there and I would have been the one that this person told me, Kaban Planya, Havaminali, I would have figured out based on the context because I would have asked him some questions. Hechi Kabach, Bimai Kabach, how did he steal from you? With what did he do about my Kabach and why did he do it? And then from the context of his answers, I would have understood what he was talking about. But Levi said, he thought that maybe he's talking about something of Issa. He was talking about Znus, and therefore it wasn't proper for him to ask different questions, as Levi didn't want to get into a conversation with this person about something which was not a Mili Ditsnayusa. And the Gemara continues, Rabban did not know my Seirugan, what the Lashon of Seirugan was, which is a Lashon in the Mishnah Megillah. So Shemula, Amsbe Rabbi, and they overheard the maid of the house of Rabbi speaking the Chaznus to Rabban, that she saw all the Rabban, the Ayla Piski Piski, they were coming into the house of Rabbi in spurts, in groups, Armulu, and she said to them, until when are you going to come in as small groups you should come in at one shot but they realize that Seirugan means to do something in spurts and the Gemara continues with another story Rabbanah did not know that the Mishnah teaches us in Yuma that that you don't feed to the Kayin Gadol anything that could potentially could bring him to carry which is including and they didn't know what that meant so again they heard the maid of Rabbi the Chazis Lahugavra to come about that he was going and spreading around his vegetation. And she said to him, Until what point are you going to be spreading around these seeds? So they realized that this is some sort of a seed. And the Gemara continues, Rabbanon did not know what the Pasuk means in Mishle when it says, Once again, they heard the maidservant of Rabbi, she said to this person, that he was turning and twirling his hair. And she said, until what point will you turn over here? And therefore they realize that what the Pasuk is telling us that if you turn over the Torah and you toil in the Torah and look at the Torah, you will be uplifted through the Torah. Rabban did not know my what the Pasuk means in Yeshaya when it's talking about the destruction of Rome and it says that Kaj Baruch will destroy Rome like a Matate. So that one day they heard the maid of Rabbi speaking she was saying to her friend take the broom and sweep out the house and therefore they realize that Yeshai is saying in the that a Kosh Baruch Hu will sweep out Rome and destroy them so one time I was traveling on the road with an Arab have a Dorina tuna and I was carrying a package but Amalini told me take your package and throw it on my camel and therefore they realize that the Pasuk is telling us that when someone has a problem when someone has a difficult package throw it on HaKadosh Baruch and rely on Hashem and HaKadosh Baruch will sustain you. Let's continue with the Mishnah. Although we said in the last Mishnah that every single Shaifer is Kashif for Hashanah but the best one to use on Hashanah is the horn of the Yal which is a straight horn. Now Yal, Rashi explains it as wild goat and some explain it to be the U. And as we explained, Taizit points out that this Mishnah is only telling us that this is a mitzvah of and it brings rise to that Ayin and Taizit. And Rashi points out over here the reason why you should have a straight Shaifer is because it's something that's good 
going to be used as tefillah, and therefore tefillah has to be something that's done very straight. And the Gemara continues, the mouth of the shayfa in the base of Middash was covered with gold, and that's done, and there were two horns that were from its side. Shayfa Marech, the shayfa actually made a longer sound, and the sound extended longer than the sound of the chatzaitzes, the chatzaitzes, and the sound of the horns were much shorter, because the mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah is from the shayfa. With Tainus, however, in Tainus, where they used to also blow shayfas and chatzaitzes, then you should use the horn of a male ram which is bent and the mouthpiece would be covered with silver and there were two shayfers and then there were two chatzaisas between the two shayfers shayfer mekatsa over here the shayfer is actually shorter because the mitzvah of today is as Rashi says the it's only to gather together to daven and now we spoke about the shayfer of Rosh and the shayfer of Tainus and the mission now brings the shayfer of Yom Kippur, which they used to blow on the Yom Kippur of Yovel. So Shabbat Yovel, Rosh Hashanah, the special dinim that apply to Yovel of Yom Kippur, similar to the shayfer of Rosh Hashanah every single year, meaning that it should be straight, as the Tanakhama said, shayfer shal Rosh Hashanah shal Yal Pashat, and the Yom Kippur of Yovel, we also have special brachas, just like every single Rosh Hashanah, where we have nine brachas, and we say, Machis Zichrenis and Shayfers, also on Yom Kippur of Yovel, we also say, Machis Zichrenis and Shayfers, and the Rambam said, when it says, not only is it going to be that it's a straight shayfa, just like Rosh Hashanah, but Xer Shava also tells us that you have to have the same amount of tkiyas, just like on Rosh Hashanah, and just like we have on Rosh Hashanah, nine tkiyas midiraisa, on Yom Kippur that falls on Yavil, you also have to have nine tkiyas midiraisa. Rabbi Huda, I Rosh Hashanah, take Mishal Zcharm, Rabbi Huda argues in Tanakam and says, on Rosh Hashanah we blow with the horn of a male ram, which is bent as we'll see in the Gemara, or Yavil is Mishal Yalim, and Rabbi Huda says we don't compare Yavil to Rosh Hashanah, and there is no Xer Shava, and he holds that on Yom Kippur you will blow with the shayfa of a yal that is a straight horn and not with a curved horn and we will stop over here.